You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. How much time till we're on? I'm ready. Good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. The striking Kia range, the cornerstone of progressive technology, blistering performance and quality design. That's Kia. This is Sports Day. With Scotty Sattler, Jason Matthews for your Tuesday nights. It is Teamless Tuesday for... The final trials of the 2023 season. Scotty Sattler, welcome to the show. Hello, Jace. Um, I see Jack that is vertically challenged is in the studio as well in his last few few nights. How do you uh, feel about that? Are you going to be disappointed that he's uh, leaving us? I'm going to miss Jack. I really, really? I really am. Because he laughs at my jokes. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he loves we, my jokes. When you do the last laugh every night, you can check out uh, the vision on the uh, Sports Day socials, he's actually sitting on your lap. Yeah. <laughs> he's like a, he's like Strassman, you know, yeah. the, uh, the puppet. <laughs> he's a dummy. Hey, happy That's Valentine's Day to everyone. Oh, happy birthday to my wife as well. Yeah, so what's bigger, Valentine's Day or birthday? Birthday. What about for her? Birthday. Really? Yeah. What'd you get her? Set I mean, of car you're... seat covers. What? <laughs> you got a what? Yeah, car seat covers. It's like, you know, when Homer bought a bowling ball for Marge. Yeah. A bit like that. How old is she? 49 49. Today. She doesn't look it. I'll give her credit. What did I say? What she they, you, you said, are you 49? You don't look 49. You look like 47. What? What? <laughs> you can't say That's that. It's like a slap in what, the face. Why can't it? you say that, Jack? Because oh, you never comment on a lady's likes, age. A lady likes to hear, you look like you're in your 30s. Not two I'm not going to lie. She, does she look like she's in her 30s? Yeah, I think she does. Oh, please. Yeah. Well... The amount of glug glug glugging she does. You've got to stop saying that about. Her. She's in the next office. Actually. Oh, she's still yeah. here. Oh mm. God, what's she doing here? It's her birthday. She shouldn't be at work for starters. Uh, welcome to the show to our Super Radio Network listeners. Love to have you on board. Sen eleven seventy in six Sydney, uh, sixteen twenty on the Gold Coast. Senq six ninety three uh, in Brisbane. Those listening through Sen Track, hello, and also those through the Sen app. You can follow us. On TikTok, Sports Day SEN. Uh, you can grab the podcast at the end of the show as well. Uh, Sports Day New South Wales, look for that. And we'd love you to be involved. 0457 736 736 is our text number. Uh, Rooster Mars wants to know he's dollar one uh, that Glenn uh, will ring and say something stupid about Valentine's Day. They're the odds that he's are welcome to. No, he's not. Well, there's someone there that loves Adrian. And that I, and Adrian loves them as well, whoever that may be. It might be his himself. No, his his clients at his accountancy firm. Yes. Yeah. Because you mean his little desk and his pencil? Is a calculator in his top pocket? Pocket protector. <laughs> yeah, that's Adrian. Hey, big show tonight. Uh, of course, the charity shield on this weekend. You just reminded me 
How old is the Charity Shield? 40th year this year. I've been a staunch South Sydney fan my whole life, and I didn't think it'd be going that long. 40 yeah, years. Yeah, 40th year this year. So we're going to bring on one of the greats. Because what what got us thinking about this was last night Vossi saying that the Charity Shield's lost its shine. And let's be honest, the, the NRL have moved to a Saturday afternoon spot. It normally gets that prestigious Saturday night spot in the preseason. Um, but, you know, it's it's um, we've got, of course, the World Club Challenge for the first yes. time. So I understand that. But Saturday Arvo? Come on. It's just the charity shield. But Vossi last night said, and it was a very good point, he goes, well, it's lost its shine, not like it used to be. Well, you actually just read out off air the South Sydney team they're putting out this week. It's pretty big. And the last trial usually is a fully-fledged trial, pretty much as close as possible what your starting 13 is going to be, or your starting 15, um, with barring some injuries. And there are some players that have been injured which will miss probably the first round. Uh, we'll get through some of those a little bit later on. But the South City team they're throwing out shows us that there might be a little bit of spice in this game. Well, there used to be years ago, didn't there? I mean, it used to be a bloodbath. Yeah, it did. I mean, it was Charity Shield. It was usually raising money for hospitals back then, remember? Yeah, because half, half the players were going to end up <laughs> end there, up there. That's the right. game. Yeah. But it's gone a bit soft. As the game has moved on, it cleaned up the game, so you don't see that boof. So I'm going to bring back one of the boys who was involved in those heavy days of South Sydney versus St George charity shield matches, none other than Tugger Coleman. Oh. How many fights would have he started for charity? Well, he knew that he had Bundy and, and Mario and David Boyle and, and co that were just <laughs> sitting off his shoulder. So, yeah, he was one of the cheeky ones. Who would Tugger. have he singled out at the Dragons, old Tugger, back in those days? That's what I want to ask him because – you can name a lot of the South Sydney players through that era, that 80s and early 90s, but mainly the end of the 80s when they were the minor premiers in 1989 and went out in straight sets. Yeah. Um, but a lot, of the, a lot of the Dragons players, there was a lot of movement amongst the Dragons and their players over those years. So be interesting, maybe a Perry Haddock. Yeah. Uh, I reckon Slippery Steve Morris. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So what was it? But he I couldn't mean, pick on anyone his own size. But he would. He would. He'd be. They'd no, pick on people above. Yeah, true. He's a little bit like Tommy Bishop in the nineteen seventy three Grand Final. Tommy Bishop for Cronulla used to go and he used to whack old John Lurch O'Neill in the back of the head, and he'd run <laughs> behind Cliff Watson, the big front rower, the big Pommy front rower, and and let him go toe to toe with Lurch. So, uh, I hope it throws up something on didn't Saturday that, night. Didn't Saturday that afternoon. happen to you with Gordy Tallis? Well, no, did, did someone? Paul Harrigan. Paul Harrigan. Yeah. That's right. Didn't he chase you for a whole game? No, that was um, Mark Sargent. At Marathon Stadium one day. He thought you clipped him. It was someone else, wasn't it? Was it Miss? Yeah, someone else clipped him. And he, th- he got up and looked at me at Marker. And he said, and he looked up at the clock. He said something like, there's 35 minutes to go. I went, so? He had to look over your shoulder for the next 35. So <laughs> yeah, I was like something. 19. And Mark Sargent, who was frightening, Sporty Gav, who listens on 2HD, um, would be, he's a mad Newcastle fan. He was frightening, Mark Sargent. He chased me and Jamie Goddard. We were both 19. He chased us for the whole second half. Incredible. Um, so Tugger Coleman will be joining us in around about 15 minutes' time. We'll relive those glory days of the Charity Shield. SCN Cricket commentator Barat Sundarazan live from India ahead of the second test. I've got some stuff I want to talk to him about. I want to get some stuff off my chest. Yeah. So I'll have a chat to him uh, real soon. We'll We'll do that first up in in the second hour. I'm not happy. In fact, um, Jack's onto something. He reckons he um, we, we haven't been the same since Badge left. Mm. He reckons the show's been ordinary. Really? 
And there's something I've picked up. I was just talking to Jack about this before. Okay, yep. There's something I've picked up that the Australian cricketers and the hierarchy have come up with all these buzzwords ahead of the second test. Like, for, for example, this was um, this was Alex Carey. Proactiveness, braveness. Yep. Like we heard braveness from the fearless leader uh, yesterday in Paddy Cummins. Yep. And then there's stuff like this. Stay open-minded, um, play what's in front of you, um, play the ball, play the conditions, um, and do it for a long amount of time. Yeah, just bloody bat. It's like, shut up and bat. Um, it's like they got on the plane to go to India. They just made them eat page by page a book yeah. of cliches, didn't oh. they? But it is, it's a lot of mind coaching that's obviously going on. You've got to get on the front foot straight away. You've got to try and be as positive as possible and forget what happened. Yeah, but it seems as though that their mind or whoever their sports psychologist is is, and might be Andrew McDonald trying to anchor what they call anchor words that they all need to use as part of their uh, as part of their preparation. If they keep using those same words, it becomes part of muscle memory, and the, the next words will be um, yeah perseverance and determination. Alex Carey should be going, "Don't reverse sweep when we're Pfeiffer." <laughs> That's what should be in his head, shouldn't it? Steve Wall would just say. All we've got to do is just – we're embarrassed in the last game. What we're going to do is we're just going to go – we're just going to make sure we turn it around. I heard, Cra- I heard Craig McDermott on the radio this morning. He played obviously under AB and they were talking about, you know, all this stuff and, and Renshaw laughing and all that when they're like nearly out. And he goes, if that was us, he said AB would have pulled all our heads off. He just would have killed us. <laughs> True. But you know what? To fix that, you've just got to be... Proactiveness, braveness. That's all you've got to be. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. So Jack's onto this. He goes, you guys have been crap since Badge left. Mm-hmm. So we need some inspiration to pump you blokes up. So we need from you tonight, our listeners, 0457 736 736. We need some motivational cliches. Is that the way to say it? Life has got all those twists and turns. Oh, that's good. You know, it's part of life. Change. There's no iron team. And there's nothing... Impossible to those who will try. So it's we've just, not. We've just got to try to to ch- to to improve since Badger's been gone. It's not impossible. It's I'm possible. Well, no, it's not. Now Bondo Jack on the text line says, "Sats, get in your head once and for all." Adrian is a long-time real estate agent from the Hills District. He played second grade at St George. I wonder if he played in the Charity Shield. He told you Monday yet again that he is not an accountant. Bondo Jack. We know Bondi Jack. You, it's we part know. of the it's it's called gear, Bondi Jack. <laughs> We're just doing some comedy gear. See, this is the problem. Bondi Jack's just brought us down. Mm. We need some more of this. Stay open minded, um, play what's in front of you, um, play the ball, play the conditions, um, and do it for a long amount of time. So <laughs> I, I can't wait till you've got to apologize to the entire cricketing public yeah. and landscape when they win the series in India. You you're full of it. You're going to say the way they recovered was being motivational and inspirational. It's so great the way they would just be able to turn around. And... There's no Ian Banana. Just remember that. I heard someone say that once at a conference. Got paid a ton of cash. Goes, guys, there's no Ian Banana. <laughs> no, 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 you know what? Jack, so what, what are we after? Inspirational words tonight. Yeah, look, I thought there'd be a mourning period after Badge, but I thought we'd pick up after that. We just haven't picked up. So I need... I well, need we're a... not in mourning. Are mm. you in mourning? No, there was... And we've there, never there, done the show in the morning There was well, for so. a little bit. Oh, that's gear. What? See, Bondo Jack, that's gear. So I'm just saying, we need a bit of a pick-me-up. I need you 110%. 
for the entire time. And he just late. switched on it's between the It's too late to be what you might have been. See, that's the type oh, of stuff we need. That's you know, so good. Yeah. Got to unlock the inner potential of this show. Sorry, mm. can I ask, how can you do 110%? If you've got a glass. Thank you. Can I say, everyone who says, oh, we're just going to give 100 You can't give 110%. Have you tried to fill a glass to 110%? <laughs> this is a show of two halves, and I need you to give 110% over those oh, two halves, all right? Imagine Jack is the coach. Oh. Everyone what, gets a medal. Like it's half time, right? Well, the only thing he coached would be Quidditch at Hogwarts. <laughs> I've coached. Who? I coached a charity AFL game. Uh, it was the Music Media versus Musicians what were in you, Brisbane. You, were you music, music media? Music media, yeah. So you're all unemployed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And uh, terrific close defeat. So I'm, I'm <laughs> close defeat. So I'm not from one, but yeah. Well, did you say it was Aussie Rules? Yeah. Mm. Righto. I'm none from one, but look, I'm looking for the I'm looking for the audience out there. Send in some motivational quotes. Get the boys rallying. Mm. All right. All right. Uh, I tell you what, the uh, NRLW players are motivated because the NRL and the Rugby League Players Association have come to terms. Yes. Finally, Satsy. Yeah, it's great news. I thought it was always going to get to this stage, and we spoke about this at nauseum that uh, I, you know, it was getting close to where players needed some security. The women players needed some security. Well, I get that and. I, I empathise with them, but I always felt as though once they got the salary cap out of the way, which both were always going to agree on, the the vast increases of both salary caps, the men's and the women's, is about nutting out some of those finer details, giving some security to the NRLW, and that's exactly what they've done. Private health insurance, 12-month contracts yeah, nice. as well, so it gives a little bit of security around uh, the budgeting. Now, you've got to remember, it's a 20-week season this year. If you add the pre-season of seven weeks, nine weeks in season, then – your finals and your grand finals. So it's starting to become uh, closer to the, the the men in relation to the amount of weeks that they're engaged. Um, in 2027, it's going to be a 23-week season. Now, the salary cap has gone from 350000 we learnt this around the Christmas period, to $900,000, a massive increase, and a minimum wage in 2023 of $30,000. So the player, say player 2025 in your squad. Yep. Is going to be earning a minimum of thirty thousand dollars. That's not bad for well, for twenty weeks work as well, part time as well. A lot of the a lot of the the female players will still also have jobs outside of that as well, which is and the way, families. Which is why the the men's game it was, yep. it was yeah not, up until nineteen ninety five ninety seven. That's the first time the game went full time when Super League came around. So. Um, yeah, I, I like the changes. By twenty twenty seven, the minimum wage will be fifty, just over fifty thousand, fifty thousand six hundred dollars as well. So, did you say multi year contracts now too? You can do multi year yeah. contracts. So, for example, yeah, the hot one of the highest play, profile players would be Millie Boyle. Now, if the minimum wage is thirty thousand dollars in twenty twenty three, I would think that Millie Boyle would possibly be on eighty to a hundred, maybe. Maybe employed by the club as well as a as a job. Yeah, that's what happens with the top players at the yeah. moment. Yeah, and I'm not quite sure whether if you get a job with the club as well, whether that comes under the salary cap. I hope it doesn't in the NRLW. Um, and uh, so it's good. It's good increases. It's it's the increases that we we thought was going to happen. It's just about nutting out some of those finer details. What do you think? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. You're happy for the girls finally. Do we get a draw, though, with all of this today? Or once they sign off on this, yes. it looks like they have, mm. then the draw will come out. Yeah, they would have a draw anyway. Yeah, ready to sitting go. in the draw. <laughs> wouldn't they? The top draw. Looks like it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, mm. no. Uh, that, which is great news. West Tigers 
have a captain. Yeah, they do. Uh, Uppy Croyasau. And now many may sit back and say, hang on a sec. It's his first year at the club. Uh, Tim Sheens has is, is always been a little bit renowned for, for just rattling the cage a little bit. He did it with Dean Lance, the Canberra Raiders, proud captain of the Canberra Raiders. And he just said, Mal, Mal's the captain. Made Mal the captain. I think that was in, yeah, the 1989 year. Why? Well, I, I feel as though that maybe he just identified Mal and Dean Lance was a great leader. But Mao was probably the Mao was probably the man that, that stood out amongst most. He's a he's got a real aura about him. Mal, even when he was back in nineteen eighty nine when they won the first comp, he still had this massive aura about about him as a player. And how players the, just started to gravitate towards him. How did Dean Lance's teammates take that? Like well, the transition? Yeah, I remember talking to Badge about it. And Badge said that Dean Lance was the ultimate professional. Right. And it's the way that he handles it is probably what's really important. And um, and for Appy in his first year. Now, a lot of people also, and I didn't realise until I walked in and Cohen, our new producer, um, taking over from Jackie, said, oh, that, that's surprising seeing the comment that he made at grand final celebrations last year where I love playing grand finals and finals um, more or less along the lines of it looks like it won't happen ever again because I'm going to the West Tigers. Yeah, not you know, good. Words to those effect. But I, I think this is a play from Tim Sheens to say, to Api Coruscant, yeah. well, this makes you buy in even more. You've got a greater responsibility. Outside of that, he's won three premierships. People forget he won with South Sydney, two with Penrith. So yeah. um, this is probably a way of saying, you know, we don't forget what happened at that grand final celebrations. We're going to give you a pass mark on that because you're celebrating as tongue-in-cheek, whatever yep. it may be. But this makes you buy into the club for a greater responsibility. The only difference is it's a vacant position, right? Because wasn't Taumo uh, the uh, the captain? Jimmy Taumo was, yeah. yeah. Tamo, he was the skipper, so he's no longer there. But he was, uh, yeah, so it's a, you're not taking off an existing club legend. You're not. And giving it to someone else. So it might even be a, a, a better transition for the West Tigers yeah. as well. Hey, quickly, before we go to the break, because I'm mindful we've got Craig Coleman just around the corner, uh, Australian Olympic 800-meter runner Peter Bowl has been informed the uh, Australian public he's B-sample. Uh, has come back clean, shows no signs of a banned substance. Yeah, so Peter Boll, just to remind people, back in January, um, it was it, it was um, publicised that his A sample uh, came back with traces of EPO in it, which is very big in like the Tour de France and um, endurance-type athletes. And uh, he came out to the public via social media saying, I've never taken a, a performance-enhancing drug. Please support me. Let's wait until the B sample comes out. I'll be, you know, I will be, um, yeah, I'll, I'll show everyone that um, that I'm not a cheat. Yep. Now, usually, a large percent of the time, the, the A sample, the B sample will always mirror the A sample because it comes out of the same batch. Yeah. When you go give your test, they pour it into two, um, two vials and they... So it's not a separate test no, later on. same test. Yep. They just halve yep. the test and they, they lock it off and they um, put it in a secure surrounding. So... Yeah, but he's advised the Australian public, again, through his social media, that the B sample has come back negative, no signs of EPO, which is outstanding. Uh, Sports Integrity Australia, they've also made a statement saying that um, the ban has been lifted, but they're going to still conduct an investigation because there was a sample, a positive sample shown in the A sample. So uh, great news for Peter Bolt. With the Olympics around the corner and all the world qualifying Mm. Uh, the world track events coming up. Um, yeah, he's a real chance for us in Paris to get a medal. But Sats, there's still that lingering 
thing where the invest- investigation's still going to go on, clear him. Drop the investigation or, or investigate your processes. This guy's already suffered enough, probably financially, where your potential sponsors are going, whoa, whoa, we're, we're backing out. And whilst there's an investigation still going on, there's still a cloud hanging over him. If his B sample is clean, play on. Mm. Well, sports integrity, the word integrity, they're, they're probably got to most importantly have a look at their integrity around their systems and, and how this may have happened. Mm. And they'll look at why the, the A sample did have some very small traces from all reports. Very small. But still a trace. So they're going to have to look at how that didn't appear in the B sample, what their systems are about and... And whether they, you know, they may try and play the line that, uh, you know, this won't, this this would be incorrect. Mm. That is he at the end of a cycle? Is he is he at the end of so far at the end of a cycle that he's only got very small substances in his system? I don't think that's the case. I mean, this is a kid that was so staunch in his belief that that he has um, he knowingly didn't put anything illegal into his into his system. And that his B sample is always going to come back negative, and that's the way it has come back. So great news. Yeah, it is good news. Now he's been sitting on hold for sixteen minutes. Do you want to talk to him? Who's this, Glenn? Yeah, you know. What's he going to talk about? Valentine's Day? No, maths. Well, on Valentine's Day, I think that's fair. Yep, put he's him. He's all yours. Hey, Glenn, how are you? Hello, Justin. Justin, that's for you, Shane. Justin, Justin, and you, Sats. Okay. And Rooster Mungrel. I'm definitely not going to mention Valentine's Day. I've had enough. You can't, you can't put him on just for your own amusement, Jace. Saps. Yeah. Saps. Yep. Um, who was who was your mate that said, "What's the difference between I'm not leaving and I'm not going anywhere, mate"? Who was your mate? I don't know. You're telling the story. Was that yeah. Harrison on on math last night? Oh, Harrison. Yeah, Harrison. Yeah, that was that was great, wasn't it? He's your mate, isn't he? Um, far too many great performances on Australian Idol last night. Right I'm going to go to a break and talk to someone who's we want to talk to. Do you reckon Tugger Coleman watches maths? Let's ask him. Yep. Craig Coleman, the South Sydney legend, joins us next on Sports Day. Thanks for listening to the podcast. And don't forget, you can listen to Sports Day every day from Monday to Thursday, 6pm or 5pm Queensland time.